Today's episode is sponsored by Selena's Mexican Restaurant and Taqueria in Rochester, New York. Selena's is celebrating our 25th year in Rochester, and we are proud to continue offering fresh-made, Mexican-inspired recipes that are affordable and served by Rochester's best. Check out our event space for private occasions, as well as our catering menu for groups of 10 to 2,000. Looking for something different to do? Selena's hosts monthly tequila tasting classes, as well as corporate team-building seminars. Check out the website to learn more, selena's.com. S-A-L-E-N-A-S dot com. Jazzcast Pros. Hey ladies, do you own your own business or are you considering starting your own? Are you craving connection and are ready to feel seen? It's time to get real about what it takes to make it as a woman business owner. My name is Kelly Bush. And I'm Kelly Metris. And we're the hosts of Getting Real with Bossy, the podcast that unites and educates women business owners through real, raw, and honest conversations. This podcast has been brought to you by Gallery Salon, where beauty and art collide. You can find out more at galleryhair.com. Hey, y'all. I'm Erica Cervello, and I'm the owner as well as the stylist at Gallery Salon, located at 4 Elton Street in the neighborhood of the Arts in Rochester, New York. We specialize in everything from lived-in hair color to vivid creations, haircuts, wedding hair and makeup, structured manicures, gel extensions, and the best nail art in the city. We work closely with Rochester artists and makers to carry an array of handmade goodies for you to shop from. Gallery Salon is proud to offer gender-neutral pricing, and we are a certified LBGTQ plus safe zone. Our space and staff are welcoming and down to earth. We know you'll be comfortable to come as you are and celebrate your individuality at Gallery Salon. You can find us at galleryhair.com and Facebook or Instagram. Give us a call at 585-271-8340. Or better yet, swing by and meet us and see what we're about. Gallery Salon, located at 4 Elton Street in the neighborhood of the Arts in Rochester, New York. Welcome back for part two of Naisha's story of saving AJ. We talked about all that Naisha does and how she often had to work part-time just to pay for saving AJ's needs to help families in crisis. Some large not-for-profits might bring in millions of dollars and help nine people, but Naisha focuses on the help before paying herself. Let's hear more about Naisha's passion, which is a testament to saving AJ himself and helping all families in crisis. And don't forget, you can support Saving AJ at savingaj.agency. When I took that leap of faith and didn't know what was going to go on, now I got like bookings, like like for call centers and for business plans, and for people to help them make like vision boards and just awesome. weird things, right? Yeah. And I'm like, but I do that for fun. Like mm-hmm. I do this stuff for fun. Yeah. And but like you can this, get paid to do it. Seriously. So like this realtor group reached out and was like, well, can you help us with this and this? And now I'm like, sure. And well, how much would you charge? Do everybody need this? I'm like, well, wait, so we're going to pay for this? I thought it was like they just wanted me to help them. So just realizing that um, you actually hold yourself back mm-hmm. by selling for less. Mm-hmm. Your time like, is valuable. Your words are valuable. Yeah. People will. But you don't believe that for whatever reason. Well, when I You're a customized first work. met you, you were doing everything. You were trying to save everyone. Whoa. And trying to save everyone and wherever. And I loved that about it. It was whatever capacity they were in, right? Like mm-hmm. you were accepting no. them where they were and meeting the needs that they had. But that meant that you were doing something different for every person. True. And it was like, okay, well, how sustainable is that? Is that something that you have changed 
Yes, yes, because now I feel like there's so many people who do so many things already that actually get paid for doing the things that I was doing. Mm-hmm. So using that referral system as anyways, what it was supposed to be mm-hmm. from the beginning, it made sense. Now I was like, go back to your vision board. And going back to the basics was just like a breath of fresh air. And I just sat back and wondered at which point in time did I think in my head that I had like this huge savior. Like it's really a thing called savior syndrome mm-hmm. or something. Well, like white savior. Yeah. Well, I'm black. And I thought I had it. You know what I mean? Like there's a it's Is there a black savior? <laughs> I really for something in my own brain, my own mind, I thought like I just had to like save everyone. Mind you, I couldn't even save myself. Wonderful (laughs) to feel that way, but it's not Not sustainable. And you can't take all of that on that it's not good for you. When you're hearing these stories and these mothers and that state of I cannot take my child one minute more or something horrible is gonna happen, what do you do with that? One of the reasons all of this is here is because Kelly and I worked together at Hillside and the kids we dealt with and the families we dealt with and the situations, there was nobody to talk to about that. So because we were in the same program, legally, we could talk about it with each other, but you can't just have it stuck and not let it out. Which is why I have a therapist, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I actually have a therapist. So I'm going to bring this up. This is very important. So we're having like this support circle mm-hmm. for moms. Okay. And um, it's going to be Tuesdays from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. And what it looks like um, is from a therapy. What is the organization name? It's called Sankofa Family Counseling. Okay. It will be culturally appropriate for the clients, um, which is sometimes very important. And they're going to come to the nursery and do therapy groups, sessions. And the children are going to come downstairs to the nursery with me. And the moms go upstairs with the other moms. And they're going to eat dinner together. And they're going to have a conversation, which is their therapy circle. And they'll be okay because the children are right downstairs. Right. So they want to come down, like, checking them and see, you know, they can do that. But kids will be able to be with kids and eat dinner together. And the family will be upstairs to eat dinner together and do their therapy groups. To me, that was so huge and when I first reached out to them I was like well everyone's waitlisted I have so many clients on the waiting list no one won't take them and she was like well um do they get insurance what is their insurance I'm like everyone only cares about insurance who cares about these moms who are going through postpartum who need help now and she heard me out so clear and I didn't have to beg ask or plead she literally was like well you know what we're gonna do a support a circle for saving AJ. And I was so happy because it's like, well, that was easy because <laughs> normally there's so much in barrier after barrier there. after barrier. And it wasn't that. Money, it was money, really money, just money. hearing the need. Right. And to say, we see there's a need, you know, so let's, let's show up. So that was really huge for me. So now with moms have access to that um, and the care I do something um, where we do once a month movie night with the kids. So when the kids get to come, which is a late time, um, we're going to do 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Um, every second Saturday of the month. And then parents just get to drop the kids off to nurse. We have movie night. We have our little popcorn, our snacks. We're going to watch a nice movie. But my TV in the nurse is like so little, right? 
So I'm like, I want this huge TV because, like, I want the kids to, like, get the full experience of a movie night. And my friend was like, well, let's just make this where, you know, we just put it in this TV and get beanbags. Because we're, like, trying to make sure it's, like, so, like, if there's 25 kids, we need 25 beanbags. We want a huge TV for the kids. So that's my vision by, like, the second Saturday of February, by the way. Okay. <laughs> like, that's all I want right now. We may so have an extra projector. Everybody. I know I might have a I might have a projector. Uh, and you just now you should need a giant that. TV that's mountable because I assume you don't want to like put it mm-hmm. up and put it right, down. But if you get a projector, then it's something you just project right on the wall. I think yeah. projector is actually better. So Naisha needs a projector right. and beanbag chairs. <laughs> but it's very important for me to start like now. I just expanded my nursery hours to 9 p.m. And that's because like I was working like 24-hour shifts. Like I can work in my own business mm-hmm. to my at my own time. Yeah, saving agent going to pay you? Um, yes, because and I'm you're not I'm doing the membership nine. No, I'm not feeling it. guilty because I know that I'm actually I'm doing the work. I'm doing something. Yeah. You can do more so, when you're when you can be there more, and being there more means you need to be paid. True, that's true. So, which is why I started simple with the memberships for the families to have unlimited access for the Mm -hmm. full month, um, three hours each day, um, $75. I thought it was a lot for some people. And they were like, no, that's $18 a week. Naisha, that's good. I'm like, oh, I was scared that I was going to lose clients from it. And they were like, totally understanding. Cause I've been doing it for, I've been in for two years now, meaning like not in home. Right. So it's cool because, they see where I started and they see where I am now. And they they know that the children love coming there. And like all the kids have a bond. And like my kids know each and every kid because they're there with the other kids because I'm there. Right. So I like the way that we've seen kids actually grow together and for parents to really feel comfortable when you're showing up for people. And it actually, they actually care about you. Like, my clients come all the time, like, I love you. They'll just text me randomly. I love you, Miss Naisha. Like, I don't know what I would do without you. And sometimes like, that's really overwhelming. Like, you know, like, oh, okay, make you all mushy. But, like, they really, really do care. Mm-hmm. It makes me know, like, I got to do good. Like, you you know. Holds you accountable? So, yeah, it definitely holds me accountable. Which is a whole nother level of pressure. It is, but it's good pressure. Right, but like, it's still pressure. Yeah, it's still pressure. But it, but it feels good, though, because it's like, they're watching you, so, like, you can't do stuff. Like, women, I don't care no one's saying, like, we all have, like, phases we go through in life. And, like, I be thinking, like, well, man, they can't see me with this person. <laughs> <laughs> or, I can't be caught here. going to think if they see me out at this bar? <laughs> oh, for real, I can't be caught here. This is one guy at the event, he's, like, he did time in prison, and he's, like, a, but, like, he's a business owner now. But you can still tell, like, he, you know they got to have a look with the rough room. <laughs> oh, don't match my description. <laughs> so it's so funny because the expectations become so high. Yeah. And it's so funny because, like, my Facebook, this is not funny, it's sad. My Facebook <laughs> cover photo, like, the, the background. Yeah. It literally say, like, your idea of me is not my responsibility to live up to. No. And I and had when to, you shared that, I was like, that is so beautiful. I had to put that because I realized like people really have expectations when they realize what you do and who you are. The senator's office came in and they just people come in all the time and they're looking for the owner. 
I show up in like sweatsuits and like mommy oversized shirts because I'm I'm gonna be constantly cleaning stuff or right. doing stuff and moving around. So you're not gonna wear your good stuff. Baby's gonna throw up. Yeah, just so much. So <laughs> they come in. They, I'm on the floor, just scrubbing the floor. <laughs> and she's like, "Oh, can you put this in the garbage?" So I think she thought it was gender or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I just took it. And she was like, "Can you please get your own the boss?" And I'm like, with the rag in my hand, I'm like, "I am the boss." And she's like. Oh, and literally her whole face was like, what? You don't look like a boss. So all of those things, like, people really hold you to, like, high standards. I'm like, don't do that. Mm -mm. Like, no, please don't do that. Like, transparency moment. Like, disclaimer. Because you're the boss, you you can wear whatever the hell you want. They expect you to be, like, in a suit and some heels and whatever. Listen, okay, I'm going to come as I am. You're going to see me wherever you see me the same exact way. In mommy mode, by the way. It's safer there, too. Because I try, like, the the dating thing. <laughs> it ain't for me. <laughs> so, I'm like, I'll just be the babysitter over here. Right? And I'll keep it with the children. I'm legit, like, if anything happens to my husband, I'm just going to be a spinster. I watch people dating, and I'm like, oh, my God, I never want to do that again. Ever like that? My mother in law dates. She's seventy five, and she's got like the apps. And I'm like, no, mm-hmm. I want nothing because I met him before. The, I mean, the Match dot com. I think had like just started becoming <laughs> not Match. Uh, yeah. Harmony. I think Harmony. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, I just it was like the cusp of mm-hmm. like internet dating, and I got away with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I can't. I'm never. So if it's, anything happens, you'll find me like chain smoking cigarettes and drinking vodka in my apartment by myself. Yeah. I mean, we all want partners and stuff, but like it just comes with so much. And like we said earlier, it's another relationship it that we have to put our energy into. No, it is. I, I would say you can trust just going off of the way things have come into your life that that will happen when it's the right time. When to it's the right person. Person. Oh, but here's the thing though. I've had several of those like moments where it could have it's me i don't have the time i don't have the time time to cater Mm -hmm. to you know the needs of because i'm I'm caring so so the right person is not going to need you to cater to Mm -hmm. the right person which is why i like see which is why long distance probably be better Uh, internet (laughs) internet boyfriend yeah like where do you live facebook boyfriend (laughs) right no but um seriously in in my age by the way i'm 31 so, 31-year-old... I got married at 32. I met Aaron... Well, Aaron and I got together when I was 30. Was he mature? He was 25. So, I, he was Aaron mature was born 25. mature, I think. Yeah, like, I would forget how young he was, but he literally See? was 25. So, that's the difference, though. Mentally. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I was like, I'm not dating you. You're like... Because we were friends. I'm like, you're a baby. <laughs> like, he literally was like... See? Yeah. So, yeah. it's... It's not done. Oh, I know that. So there, there's someone, right, who I think I know he's my husband. <laughs> this is so off topic. I know he's my husband, but I just hope he just, like, wait a little bit, a few years. Because, <laughs> like, I'm ready to be serious. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so, like, caught up in in the business and the children and loving what I'm doing. It's, like, a, it's his own, like, drive. And, like, and, like, I don't want to be pulled away from what I love most right now. Right. And I've seen you in various transitions yeah. of saving AJ. And I feel like this is a really positive one. And that I feel like your whole life is going to change this year. Yes. Like I you're know. really like deep diving and like streamlining and 
putting yourself yeah and in a healthy commitment because you've been committed before but this is this is a a fiscally healthy a financially health like this is you are a remarkable woman oh thank you and you've accomplished so much and i'm curious what's you have a space you have programming you have a membership what's what's what do you want to see from saving aj this year i want to do a home for moms and it's as simple as just getting a rental property. Like, I don't want to buy it because that comes with too much. <laughs> like, I just want, like, a property for moms. There's, like, a transition period when going through postpartum, by the way. Not everyone who ends up, like, without housing is because of finances. It's not. I know people who are in shelters who have more money than me in the bank. And I'm like, why are you in a shelter? It's not about that. I feel like while going through transition, they just need to be, like, a little bit supported. And I want it to be for where moms can at least be there for about six months in the house. And within those six months, I want them to know I'm like pushing self-care. I want them to leave out with a new routine. Like a new routine was big for me. Getting up in the morning, going for a run. Getting up in the morning, having tea before the kids is up. Like so much things are pressured um, that we just rush stuff and we just do it. And we're just so used to doing four things at once. No, pause, stop, give yourself grace. Like just having a new way of life and experiencing what it's like to be a parent in, a, in the healthy you and the not so stressed out you version. Like your kids can get two different moms. Like now they be, my son be like, are you okay? Like, you're not yelling. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I, I just told you I broke the TV. Like, you know what I mean? Just a different you. Um, they don't know. I didn't know um, what a healthy me even looked like. I thought literally I was already healthy and normal. Right. And so like I went to therapy. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, so what I got to work on? Yeah. <laughs> so what I got to do? What what is it gonna take? So like I'm like pro therapy. Like I'm gonna advocate hard for therapy. Oh, and for anybody on the like the state plans, I just recently learned that if you're on United Healthcare, mm-hmm. therapists that take insurance won't take you. But if you're on Excellus Blue Cross Blue Shield, they will. So it's a fifteen dollar copay, I think, if not lower. If you switch from United Healthcare to Excellus, because United doesn't pay back the therapist for therapy but excellus does well that's good to know so when you're looking up therapists and you're like oh they take insurance oh they take all the insurances they don't take united health care so tell everybody you know that's trying to get mm-hmm. therapy if they're on the state plan to get so, switch their plans over period. just having a normal routine like if we sit down and write down what you're what you do for when you wake up and the hours and times and spaces you do them you will realize that that's impossible <laughs> to even perform that way. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, from when you wake up in the morning, what was the first thing you do? What was the first? How much time do you give yourself to take a shower in peace, to drink coffee in peace, before the kids even get up and start going crazy? Like, how much time did you have? Did you even meditate? Did you take time for you? Did you be calm? Like, all those things now, I'll tell my kid, go back to bed, it's too early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soon as they're up, no, I'm meditating. Like, my kids will even say in the morning, I used to wake them up and have them straight those brush your teeth, go get dressed, eat cereal. That's not good. My kids get woken up and they lay there and they meditate. And my daughter, I'll go get her and she's like, mommy, I'm meditating. 
And I'm like, well, you only got 10 minutes to meditate. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a routine, but mm-hmm. it's very important. Mm-hmm. And from young to give your kids, like, that healthy lifestyle. Because then they can grow with it. And my son's like, I'm not going to lay in his bed. And, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, how about this? How about keep your eyes open? Do what you want. Just lay in your bed, though. Right. And I said, for 10 minutes, you're going to lay in that bed and you're not going to move. And now he, he he does it on his own. He loves it. He gets up in there. They just don't move, but they're up. But you you need that moment. We all need that moment. Kids' mental health is important. Very important. So just having that plan, and my goal is to have them in there just to show them what a routine looks like. Mm-hmm. And every routine don't have to look the same. Mm-hmm. But you need one. Like, you literally need a routine to... Perform and be a better you. And someone who holds you accountable to that routine. Mm-hmm. You yes. know, if you do it by yourself, you're never going to break habits. Yep. True. Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. When you're on the west side, grab a quick bite at the new Selena's Taqueria Grease, 745 Maiden Lane in the Tops Plaza. Find out more at selenas.com, S-A-L-E-N-A-S. Hi, I'm Kelly Bush, and I own Marshall Street Bar and Grill. Whether you're out celebrating with friends or looking for a catered event, Marshall Street is your number one choice. With board games, pool, darts, pinball, and three large screen projectors, you'll never run out of things to do. Check out our huge menu with over 60 items, including vegan and vegetarian food, 18 taps, unique spirits, and great daily specials. We've got something for everyone. Come see old friends or make new ones at Marshall Street Bar and Grill. You always have a home at Marshall. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality. And it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. You have to take time out. How much time do you have for yourself? Today? Three hours. You take three hours? I stand on what I promote. (laughs) Three hours. I think we need to go into the hospital, guys, and, like, advocate for mom for postpartums and let them know. And foster care. I mean, just to go back to the very beginning of your story, like, how do we get the answer to a woman going into a doctor's office saying, I have post, I think I have postpartum, I'm having these things. What can I do that the first thing the doctor says is, you need to connect with Saving AJ. Mm -hmm. And then here's all these other yep. things. So how do we get that to be the first answer? Hey, here's your that's... rock bottom. Here's a stack of paperwork. Right. So how do we get your name before all of that? Because no, I think if that that's supports why... there. So I think that's the mission for podcast mm-hmm. land. We need that to be yes. the, the at least in Rochester, the global yeah. answer to, I need help. What do I do? And they come to you first True. because you so- are meeting those needs before any of that stack of paper is. It's so common to have postpartum lead to so many other things that tear families apart. And that's why I drop foster care. Like mm-hmm. if you can't care for your baby and mm-hmm. you're having those feelings about your baby or you act on those feelings about your baby, nobody gave you any help. 
then they take your baby. And in this area, foster care is a minimum of three years. So even if you're doing your best, you're going to miss the first three years of that kid's life, even if you get the kid back. And the detriment you're doing long-term and then the lack of supports, like from my own personal experience, you're just telling moms, okay, to get your kid back in three years, which they don't say that, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, you can get your kid back maybe next month, even though it's a complete lie. You have to do A, B, C, D, E, but they don't actually even say A, B, C, D, E. Mm-hmm. They're like, you have to do all these things. And then right. they come back and like, you didn't do any of those things. Yep. Well, why didn't you do it? We gave you the resources. You didn't act on it. Why didn't you do all those things? Well, mom didn't know she could get help or she would have gotten help before this happens. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, oh, seriously. So who's showing mom how to get help? Well, we can't they hold don't. her hand. What happens when, when she gets the baby back? Well, if you hold her hand, maybe she yeah. wouldn't have lost the baby in the first place. Yeah. No, seriously. If it was if it was okay in the world to say, I need help, mm-hmm. which it's not. It's not. When you have a baby to say you need help. But it's okay in certain spaces. And then if you say, I need help, mm-hmm. and you get help, like how many, the snowball of like how many things are you going to keep from happening down the road? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just such a, a snowball long-term thing. And it, it could be as simple as, you know, turning to drugs to deal with your postpartum mm-hmm. and, you know, you don't lose your child, but now the kid's in school and school calls. Mm-hmm agency on you know what i mean it's just mm-hmm. there's so many all of it all of it yeah and like right. when i first met you i was like oh my god could you help keep kids out of foster care and like help moms no seriously. keep their kids and be there for their kids it's funny you say that because i have this one client her kids were in foster care and she kind of like gave us up on some things no, she was doing SPCC supervised visits. Okay. In the same place. It's upstairs for nursery. You know that, right? Is that? SPCC. They have one up there? It used to, the only one I used to know of was downtown or down in Henrietta. There. Is that new? It is new. Okay. Because I was always annoyed that it was so far away for everybody because like it all of new. us had to drive so far to get there. No, but this mom, um, she was like mandated to do certain things. Like she has some of her kids, not the other kids. It was really weird. But... Happens. She was able to get the children back oh, good. by just being able to bring her kids to the nursery for three hours. So she was able to like do the things they were telling her to do. And before she couldn't do it, which is why her kids were there longer. Yeah. Because she couldn't complete stuff. So I got um an email from the supervisor of CPS and they were like basically due to you being here and supporting, you know, her children. She was able to get her kids back. So that, like, meant so much to me. I'm like... Well, that's one of the things. It's like, mm-hmm. you need to have a full-time job, but mm-hmm. you also have to come to court for an undisclosed amount of time because it could take all day and it could take an hour. Yeah, right. Once a month. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. all these things that how don't do line up. those appointments? No, for real. Or if you have other kids, like, how are you going to court? Right. No, for real. So I see medical motors, like, all the time. And I spoke to the guy. I'm like, can you guys do transportation for kids to this nursery? The crisis? He's like, no, I don't think they do that. Now, I was telling him what I did. He was like, well, maybe you should reach out because children should be able to be transported here for mm-hmm. postpartum under yeah. their insurance. I didn't know that. They should be. So, like, I mean, you'd have to get the insurance company to agree to it, which is a whole other level of bureaucracy. Different podcast. <laughs> <laughs> which is my this year. Mm-hmm. I'm advocating nice. for those behind the scenes, like transportation. Mm-hmm. Not myself trying to provide transportation, right. but insurance will cover kids to go to respite care they will 
it's new because no one's not doing it like you know certain okay. things but it is under the it's actually guidelines so you just have to get yourself qualified as being a respite facility exactly and then um with the doctor's office right like strong behavior health they already refer people to me um so like people refer to save an aj from my hospitals but they don't pay on contracts. I'm like, you guys need to pay because if I'm supporting you, yeah. you guys support me because it would be able to basically have someone come in with me and help me and be able to pay someone to actually show up for me. Right. So even if it's $15 an hour, like we have to be able to have people. I have people right now who wants to quit their jobs. Like, I'll come work with you. Like, I can't pay you. Right. <laughs> yeah. So those are the behind the scenes thing I think about this year. Mm-hmm. For saving AJ, getting those behavioral health specialists to come in and, you know, people who are more equipped. Can we with... make you stickers and, like, make the hospitals hand them out to every new mom? Mm-hmm. That would be so dope. All right. That would be it. super dope. Like I can do that with QR my, my new cricket oh, that's cricket. upstairs. <gasps> we can make a QR code and just, like, mm-hmm. sneak into the hospital and stick them everywhere? Yeah. <laughs> all over the nursery. I get people. No, for real. <laughs> I get people at Strong. I get see, people at Highland. See, you know, it's so important. Like, it really is. And I mean, it's time to like get serious this year. Like, we should not be having children still being killed by parents because they need help. And it's not like we don't know they need help because they're like crying for help. Right. Like, all over social media crying for help. And it's like, we just got to do better. We just got to show up more. So if somebody's noticing this in someone else, mm-hmm. can they call you and be a, and say, listen, my my friend, my sister, my aunt, they can call you they and do you it can all reach the time. out? And I do reach out. Like, it'd be so weird because like Facebook is like, add your friend, Bing, and mm-hmm. send you a message. And we just start talking like normal. Like, it's the weirdest things. Um, and they're never, like, hesitant or reluctant to it because they can actually look it up and see as a real thing. Right. Well, they are worried about, like, worried out about, like, are you the director right now? Like, when they, for some reason, they, like, think, ooh, like, CPS and time, like, don't attach me. Like, yeah. But I do, I believe in CPS. Don't get me wrong. Right. Some people say they don't. I do. Um, well, it's unnecessary. It's just that the bureaucracy yes. that comes after it. Hey. Is... It, it, Very it's up. a bunch to it, but I'm not against them. Like, I feel like there's different people in different lanes that if we can all, like, form together and come together and work for the betterment, um, it will work. So instead of, like, maybe penalizing families, connecting to agencies like mine or others that can help and be of service might be, like, a, you know... So yeah, it's that's a whole different right. Podcast, like I said. <laughs> that's different. We're gonna talk about that, but yeah. So this year should be exciting. It sounds like it will be. This should be exciting year. I'm excited. How do people find you? So give us your so information. So we have a call center. The mm-hmm. number is eight six six two 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 six two five zero. Um, we are located at one eleven North Chestnut Street. It's like right. One block over from YMCA downtown. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have a Facebook page, which is Saving AJ. And we also have a website, which is savingaj.agency. So, and if you need to email me, my email is ngibson at savingaj.agency. So, yeah. How do you think AJ would feel about you? He's proud of me. I know he's happy. Yeah, he's happy. Um. 
I think, like, after so many years, like, I think I, I won't say made peace with it, but, like, I'm happy. Like, it used to, like, consume me so much. Like, I just, like, cry, like, and the pain doesn't go away, but it's, I remember, like, I was his babysitter. So, it's like I'm doing what I was doing. Like, I used to watch him do his hair and bathe him and all these things. So, as being young, having experienced, like, a loss so tragic like that, and now being 31 and then doing the same thing, like, for other kids, is just, like, a full circle, and it feels so good mm-hmm. to just know that um, I'm doing something that actually feels good to do. Like, you drag your feet into where, like, oh, I don't want to go here. Oh, I don't want to show up. And that was me. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything unless it makes me happy. Period. Like, I'm not doing anything if it doesn't make me happy. So. What about his mom? I forgive her. This year. 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 Does she know all that you're doing? I'm quite sure she probably knows. I'm quite sure she probably heard about it. She's still incarcerated. Okay. So, but. Yeah, so it's, it's just one of those things where it's like um, family dynamics is like so tricky, man. It's mm-hmm. just so weird. Just the word family alone, like you just can't describe family. <laughs> but um, it just feels good to know that my perception of what family is is different. Like my friends are family, like my clients is family, like. Family literally is community. Mm-hmm. And why am I just not learning that? Because we weren't taught that. So, yeah. Right. And you created the village that is sadly disappearing from our lives that we used to have. And so many reasons why that, that is the case. But you are, you're starting this new trend. Yeah. I hope it catches on. Yeah, me too. Like, and people be like, what if somebody... Like, I know this one mom, she said, I want to do what you're doing, but I don't want to steal your idea. I'm like, no, please mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. Like, we need, like, several centers. Like, mm-hmm. if anybody wants to do a nursery, I'm like... on every corner. Like, I will give... Let me tell you something. This is the truth. If anyone wants to start a crisis nursery, I will give you all the tools, <laughs> all the information, whatever it looks like, whatever you need, like... I would invest in you. <laughs> like, no, seriously, like, we need several nurseries around. Mm-hmm. And there are so many daycare centers that already exist. What I'm doing, it just it's just different. The, uh, nursery is, is like a wraparound care. So it's like, even when your kids is not there, you're still supported when you go home. Right. Like, you can reach back out to the same people who serve your children if you need to talk to at home. Like and one of the things I don't think you you mentioned um is that saving AJ doesn't ask why nope. you're dropping your kid off. Oh no. You don't oh, need no. to have a reason. You don't need to have a doctor's appointment cuz no. some crisis nurseries locally you have to have one of like a specific That's number true. of reasons and then you can That's use true. the nursery and you have to like prove it. You're no. just like, I don't give a shit. Drop my drop your kid off. A break is a break, period. What yep. did you do with your time? Like, 
I'm not here. That's not, you know, I'm, I just want to be, we're here. It's available. Um, and they don't even have to like call. They literally just go online and book. Mm -hmm. Like I see kids pop up and I'm like, oh, okay. This is the first time. Like, it's just so funny. So I love the story you told me. Um, it's, I told it when you got the money from 100 women who care about the mom that used to drive in from like a half an hour, 45 minutes away and take a nap. Just drop her kid off and just sit in the the parking parking lot lot and sleep for three hours and then take the kid home. Because by the time she drove back and came back, like her time would have been like her whole hour and a half is gone. That's the three hours she needed. Yeah. So it it works. And there's, like we were saying, there's not enough places like yours because she had to drive 45 minutes to get to one. I should not, it should not be... Our community should have never had to experience what they experienced so long um, with being a parent. There should have already been with all this funding that goes mm-hmm. wildwire for mental health services. It's no way there weren't more respite care services available to our families. It's actually sad. And it says a lot. Mm-hmm. It actually says a whole lot. So I hope it just like hope pressure is applied like to people in higher places to know that you know it's not for me to figure everything out on my own like I feel like I started somewhere right I know there's people who have like more information knowledge who can like actually help me like you know do more without me having to like you know even look for it like it's available it's just um Mm non-traditional and that's unfair because this was not how it started out. Like, this was not how my childhood experience looked like. No, my mom was not paying for no childcare. We were all, like, in the house. Like, we used to be outside playing. Mm-hmm. So the streetlights came on oh, yeah. and go back home and stay at our friend's house and have the mom talk to the mom. And yeah, it's People not like that you. anymore. My kids would never experience walking to the corner store mm-hmm. in their entire lives. <laughs> Like, you're not walking to that store. During <laughs> COVID, I realized my kids couldn't climb a chain link fence. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? You've never, cl- like, no. of course, like, I should know this because I'm your mother. But how have you never climbed a chain, like, to get from, like, one place to mm-hmm. another? You've never had the freedom right? Yeah, to be like, oh, I can just climb that fence. No, for real. And then they see the fence, like, well, I can't go over there. And, mm-hmm. like, it's a park. Like, we have a, we corner back to a park. Mm-hmm. And our fence, our um, stockade fence broke down. A tree fell on it. And there was a little bit of... Uh, chain link and I'm like go to the park well there's a fence there I'm like it is the easiest fence to climb it's got footholds right. <laughs> <laughs> no for real but they don't know they don't know and they see so a fence we, and they're like I can't go any farther no we really so need sad. to it's we, we are really we're I'm sorry guys like as the, the ones who are responsible for the ones under like we're failing bad mm-hmm. like we're these kids will never experience and it's so sad they have not experienced childhood how we have Mm-mm. And it comes from fear, though. So much is going on in community that we can't trust our children to just go out and... Right. And I get it, but, like, something has to change. Mm-hmm. Like, somewhere, like, I don't... So many things have to change. And we just got to start somewhere. Like, you got the community leaders and advocates and stuff doing that kind of work, which is cool. Then you got people who want to do it. I don't know. We just need to divide and conquer. Yeah. <laughs> like something has to change. Like I want my kids to experience going outside and coming home when the streetlights come in. Mm-hmm. One day. At least well, once. Well, you want them to experience <laughs> that and you not have to worry. Exactly. Just being a kid. Mm-hmm. Like think about the pressure on these kids. That is so sad. They just go to school. Mm-hmm. Come home. 
And then hope that mommy's going to be, you know, not too tired for us to go out and do something fun. Right. Even if they're in different activities, like a program, like that was, I tried for my kids and dance. That was short lived. I couldn't even balance that because it's like, (laughs) you got to be everywhere else. Mm -hmm. And it's just so sad. It's like, they don't, they shouldn't have to experience not being able to like be in like full programs, you know, wrap around Monday, somewhere different Tuesday, somewhere different Wednesday. Like we could never balance that on our own. Right. But there are other moms and different people who, I don't know. Somehow, some way, these kids got to be kids. Mm-hmm. We just got to do better as parents. So, I'm showing up for my kids this year. I know that. It's going to be a great year for you. Yes. Me too. Yes, you are, right? My goal is to to step back and release the things I don't need to be doing and pay attention to the things I want to be doing like this and mm-hmm. then have the energy for my kids. That's right. Instead of trying to uh, accomplish every assignment. Yeah. That's not ours, right? by the way. Yeah. We made our assignment. Uh, yep. Stopping that. So, yeah. We give ourselves these deadlines and times in our head, which gives us anxiety because we're mm-hmm. like putting pressure. Like, they don't exist. I gotta get this. Right. Mm-hmm. We make them up. Why do we do that? Like, I learned this year that I've been doing that to mm-hmm. myself. Like, why do we do that? Right. We need to start challenging each other when we say, no, I need it done by this time. But why? Do you really? Why? Like, there are some things. Some things. It's prioritizing. And then there's other things that you're like, no. We got to be kind to ourselves. Be gentle to ourselves. We're going to start looking like what we've been going through. <laughs> Stressed out in our face, wrinkles, lines. Like, we don't need We're that. talking about doing a getaway to, like, a house in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. For a couple of I'm days. So no work. Hope there's no mm-hmm. service. No, no Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just turn your Wi-Fi off. No, mm-hmm. for real. No, guys. That would be super dope. I yeah. am so down. Well, thank you so much, and I really look forward to uh, seeing 2023 with you. Yes, I'm so happy. I'm so excited, guys. And we'll go to the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you're enjoying this episode, check out the Healthy Illness Podcast with me, Kelly Marie, as we build healthy relationships while living with mental health conditions. I'm diagnosed and live with borderline personality disorder, major depression, and generalized anxiety. And Despite those diagnoses, I've been able to live a full life. I have healthy relationships, a great career, and my mission is to help you do the same. So join me for Healthy Illness Podcast. New episodes every Monday on the Jazzed Cast Pros Network, found on the podcast player you're listening to right now. Be the light. Saving AJ has so far to go, and I'm glad that she's keeping it. Streamlined and focusing on the parts that she enjoys. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's got a clear vision. And I think yeah. her her commitment is has always been clear, but it's focused now. It's sustainable. What she wants to do is you can replicate it. Yeah. I can see many of these. And like I said, we really need to find a way where her name is given out to every new mother. Everybody needs to know her name. Stickers. We're just going to bombard stickers, stickers all over the, the hospital. Stickers everywhere. All over the the, the <laughs> newborn unit. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, hospitals. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just think of how much change is still yet to be made mm-hmm. and how to support her any way we can. I know that they are always taking diapers and snacks and juice, um, clothes, both for children and babies, but also for moms. So when you're coming out of postpartum and nothing fits, mm-hmm. even when you get down to the number that you were at before, if you're fortunate enough to do that, your body does not shape the same way and your clothes are not likely to fit. Right. So she does take clothes for the in-between stages and the after stages of 
postpartum. So they do not need to be maternity clothes. I'm sure that there are some moms that are probably either pregnant or still in maternity. So mm-hmm. she would probably take those too. Financial donations. I know those are always welcome. You yeah. can sponsor. She was saying that there's sponsorships for children's monthly fees. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So please support, if not Saving AJ, whatever grassroots organization mm-hmm. is in your town in whatever way you can physically possibly do it, even if it's just being there and answering questions mm-hmm. from experiences you've had. Yeah. Don't be don't be afraid to share that hard stuff because it's so important. It's so important to be able to ask for help and not have any negative consequence from that. And that's what she's providing. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why you're there. It just matters that you reached out and we need more of that. That's my favorite part Mm -hmm. is that she doesn't ask. Mm -hmm. You just show up and sign your kid in and she doesn't ask. Yep. I love that. I love that too. Well, take this into your day. (laughs) Be kind because you never know Mm -hmm. what anyone's going through in the world. If you're compelled to donate or support Saving AJ in any way, please reach out to savingaj.agency. That is their website, and you can learn more, donate, see the wish list, and contribute to all of the hard work that Naisha is doing. And a giant thank you to Erica Sorbello at Gallery Salon for being our title sponsor. And a thank you to Marshall Street Bar and Grill in Rochester, New York. And to Selena's Mexican Restaurant, also in Rochester, New York, for being our episode sponsors. And huge thank you to Jazzy for making us sound so good when we have so (laughs) many slip-ups. Thank you for editing out my dog barking and all of the... I love that you, like, stuttered on so good. (laughs) I don't know what... If only you could hear the raw footage. Never listen again. So big thank you to Jazzy and everything she does with Jazzcast Pros. Make sure to check her out and all of her other great podcasts that she's producing. Be bold, be brave, and be the boss. See you next time. Welcome to Childcare Made Simple the podcast to help you navigate the nuances of the childcare industry so that you can boost workplace productivity. Hi, I'm Rosa Marie, president of Marvelous Minds Academy and mom of two bright, bouncy boys. I started working in daycare at 10 years old at my grandma's house. She ran her home-based center for 30 plus years. After college, I worked a few real jobs, got married and had a baby. I started my career as a childcare owner shortly after my son was born and swiftly, was swiftly met with all sorts of red tape from funding to real estate, staffing, and even state regulations. I've seen firsthand the nuances of the industry and its impact on employers, working families, and providers. This podcast was designed to help you the daycare owners, the policymakers, and the human resource professionals navigate the ever-changing landscape of childcare by providing you with simple, safe, and effective solutions. Our mission is to make sure childcare is not a barrier to progress for parents, employers, and young learners. We do this by having real conversations with government agencies and advocating for better childcare policies that actually boost workplace productivity through real, accessible, and safe quality childcare. Join us 
for our first episode, Sunday, June 18th, as we tackle these challenges head on, sharing expert insights, real life success stories, and actionable advice to create a better future for our little ones. Subscribe to the Child Care Made Simple podcast on the Jazzcast Pros Network, available on the podcast platform you're listening to right now. And let's reimagine childcare together. Live it, love it, lime it with Selena's Mexican restaurant at the Village Gate. Come for the food, stay for the fun. Become a part of Selena's family. Selena's offers daily specials, happy hour at the bar, and catering, plus dietary menus for celiac, vegan, and vegetarian guests. Find out more at Selena's.com. S A L E N A S.com. Hi, I'm Kelly Bush, and I own Marshall Street Bar and Grill. Whether you're out celebrating with friends or looking for a catered event, Marshall Street is your number one choice. With board games, pool, darts, pinball, and three large screen projectors, you'll never run out of things to do. Check out our huge menu with over 60 items, including vegan and vegetarian food, 18 taps, unique spirits, and great daily specials. We've got something for everyone. Come see old friends or make new ones at Marshall Street Bar & Grill. You always have a home at Marshall Street.